in today's show. We're looking ahead to Friday in the NBA, streaming options, Mickey Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those that you want to keep. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're going to look ahead to the games on Friday in the NBA. So let's do it. The first one is the Heat and the Pacers. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, they are both going to be out for the Miami Heat. So we are watching for the undertaker, Dwayne Dedman. What do his minutes look like? They were great in that first game against Cleveland. Will they continue to push over 30? What does his production look like? He is worth a 12-team flyer. I reckon the Cleveland game might have been top end, but we'll see. And then also Duncan Robinson, who's been the opposite of good. In fact, he's been shit house nearly every single game, and he is not, I repeat, not a must-roster 12-team league guy. There is your weekly reminder that he is not a must-roster player. But he can be a streamer if you are looking for threes. I wouldn't feel particularly confident in him hitting threes at this point, but he is an option. For the Pacers, Timothy John McConnell is out with this wrist problem. So Justin Holiday's out in the COVID protocol. So Chris Duarte has an opportunity to maybe regain some 12-team league value. He likely stays in the starting lineup with Holiday out. He can see extra minutes and maybe extra ball handling opportunities. So watching for Duarte to see whether he pushes back to 12-team. I don't think he will, but he's at least worth having a look at. And then for deeper leagues... Keelan Martin and Brad Wanamaker probably get a little bit of a boost in their value with McConnell and Holiday sidelined. Um, How Martin pushes, he's already ahead of Jeremy Lamb, but can he get into maybe 20 minutes a night? That's something I think for us to watch in this game for Indiana. The Cavaliers and the Wizards, ravishing Rick Rubio. He's fallen off a bit for sure. Like the percentages are horrible. The usage is a little bit down. He is still getting assists and steals. He is still, I believe, must roster, but that could change. Things are trending in the wrong direction for Rubio, so I want to see if he can get that back on track. Well, as the other side of things, Kevin Love's playing low minutes, but he's putting up fantastic numbers. Love can be at least a 12-team streamer. His recent value over the last two weeks is a top 100 player. I don't really think that's going to stick, but he was great against Miami. Let's see what he looks like. Let's see if he continue a high-efficiency, high-usage, high-scoring role coming off the bench. Well, for the Wizards, Dan Gafford has been unbelievable. Big minutes for Gafford, big production, outplaying Montrez Harrell in terms of playing time. Uh, Gafford is a must-roster player. Let's see how the minutes distribution looks between him and the table in this game. Well, if you want to go the other end of the spectrum, Spencer Dinwiddie's been useless. He's been really, really poor of late. I, I think he's a buy low. I don't have high hopes for him, but I do think he is a buy low. And let's see if he can get some of that back on track in this matchup. The Timberwolves and the Nets. 
We don't know at the time of me recording this what is going to happen with Carl Anthony Towns. He had that hard fall on his back. The x-rays were negative, but we don't know whether he's going to play. So I want to see Naz Reed. Does Naz Reed play or does he start if Towns is out? I would imagine so. Uh, does he play more minutes if Towns is somewhat limited? Reed is an interesting stream option with the potential that Towns is out. And then for deeper leagues, I want to watch Leandro Balmaro. With Patrick Beverly out, Balmaro has overtaken Jordan McLaughlin to be the backup point guard. He's played 14, 15, and 16 minutes in the last three games. I wouldn't say he's done great stuff with those minutes, but it is at least worth n- uh, noting for dynasty leagues and for deeper formats that he is a rotation player. For the Nets, Cam Thomas was like first man off the bench last game. He has some really interesting scoring punch. He played more minutes than Bruce Brown. What his role looks like, can we get a consistent 20-minute-a-night role, at least while Joe Harris is out? That'll be key. And then Paddy Mills. I'd like to see Mills do something that doesn't involve shooting at 50%. Like, get me some steals, get me some assists, get me some rebounds. At this point, he's a points and threes sort of player, which might make him more of a streamer than a must-roster guy. The 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks. Shake Milton. He was really good last game. I think there's probably a little bit of anomaly factor in that one. But watching that, watching 14 team league value for Shake. And then on the other side of things, the Thick Hogsman. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. He's been struggling. Old uh, Tobias Harris, but I do think he's going to be much better than this. The efficiency's off. His defensive stats are down. Uh, he can be much better than what he is, so I think he is a buy low, and just hopefully he can get it turned around here. While Clint Capella for the Hawks, I don't know. It's, like, he plays, puts up top 15 value, and then he has these stinkers where he has like six points. He's all over the shop. Um, minutes is always a key thing for Capella. They seem to be consistently up, but his efficiency is just wildly varying. So I want to watch what he looks like in this game. And then fan of pants, Kevin Herter. He's not rostered in anywhere near enough leagues. He is a must-roster player with all the injuries in Atlanta. And I'd like to see how he looks in the pecking order because he's like the number two offensive option at this point, ahead of Collins and ahead of Capella with everyone else out. So watching Kevin Herter and you're making sure he's rostered in your league is a key thing. It is also very key that we, you know, we reflect back on our life. And what, what has happened during this COVID pandemic? Did you go into subscription overload? Well, take back control of your subscriptions with Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, or that you simply forgot about. People can save up to 700 bucks a year, even over 700 bucks a year. On average, it's $720 a year with Truebill. Companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly easy because they have your mate, the Truebill Concierge, who is there to help you cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Very simple. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Next game we look at the Magic and the Rockets. Cole Anthony, look, he's honestly been unbelievable this year. Nobody, I don't think, could have seen this coming. I was well down on him, and he's been amazing. He's been great. He's their best player. He's putting up great numbers. Let's see him continue that with uh, Jalen Suggs now out for the long term. And then, um, I don't know I don't know if we're seeing anything here. Nice, Gary! Gary Harris. Last couple of games have been not quite back to Denver Gary Harris, but getting there. I don't mind him as a 16-team league at, and the minutes are going to be pushed up for him with Suggs and Fultz out, so just keep an eye on him. Well, for the Rockets, of course, the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate went bananas last game. Just huge, huge numbers. And 
There's a possibility that he's going to be in for an extended role. But remember, Christian Wood has been upgraded to probable. So they've probably dodged that bullet there. And Kevin Porter Jr. might miss some time. Now, does that help Tate? It probably does because it puts the ball in his hands a little bit. So watching his value rise there. And then also paying attention to the delicate dancer, Alperen Shengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Shengun could have had an opportunity if Wood was going to miss, but Wood is not. Do they keep Shengun in the backup role? Because last time they went with Tice over him, even though Shengun, again, I think almost literally every game bar two, Shengun is outperformed Tice. But do they keep Shengun in that role? Do they play him 12 minutes? Does he play 20 minutes? What Do they play him at all next to Christian Wood? Watching all those things is key. And if Wood has escaped injury here, then Shengun, it's very, it's almost, it's impossible to hold him in 12 team leagues, I, I don't think. Well, I do think it's impossible, actually. The Pelicans and the Mavericks, Herbalife Jones, love what he's doing. The Zion setback gives him extra uh, rope in terms of minutes, but I don't think he's a 12 team league guy. Prove me wrong, Herb. Do something that makes me think you are a must-roster 12-team league guy. You're going to have to do it for 10 games for me to buy into it. But I like his value in terms of steals. While Devontae Graham, I think, is a 10-team drop. But 12-team, I'm still just holding. He looked better last game. Whether that continues or not, I don't know. Uh, but he has had some struggles this year, for, for, for sure. Well, for the Mavericks, Timmy Hardaway Jr., Moved to the bench. Now, these two teams just played each other, and the Mavericks killed them. Hardaway put up really good numbers in limited minutes, but it's hard to judge when a team wins by 40 points. So what does Hardaway's minutes look like if this game is, in fact, not a blowout? And then Maxi Kleber, who also saw minutes reduced in that blowout. Does Kleber play 27, or does he go back to 24? 24-minute 24 a night, Maxi Kleber's not 12-team. 28-minute a night, Maxi Kleber is. So let's see how that goes down here. While we look next at the Celtics and the Daz, not the Daz, the, the Jazz, because I was going to say Dennis Shredder. And Shredder is an interesting player who is in line, I think, for some more minutes across this road trip because I really doubt that Jalen Brown is going to play in all five of these games. Whether Jalen Brown sits out this Utah game is um, up in the air. But he is, his hamstring, despite Ima Yudoka saying that nothing's bothering him, his hamstring is definitely still bothering him. This is the first of a back-to-back -back between the, uh, the, the Celtics play the Jazz and they play the Blazers. So just watch to see what Brown's role is, his shooting numbers, his minutes, all that stuff. While for the Jazz, Joe Ingles' recent numbers have bumped up. His minutes have pushed up. So just watching him, I don't think he's a 12-team league player, but watching what his role is. While Mike Conley struggled somewhat, I think Conley's a bit of a buy-low player, and watching how his value looks in this game is interesting. The Suns and the Warriors, the rematch. Last time was really, really good. They're not going to have Devin Booker in this one, Phoenix, and they've got to go on the road. Do they start Cam Johnson? Do they start Landry Shamet? It is a back-to-back -back for Phoenix as well. So we're going to get some interesting information about this team. Yeah, watching Johnson, but also watching DeAndre Ayton to see whether he is able to boost up his usage, take more shots, be more dominant with Devin Booker out. That's something I'm going to be watching for. Well, for the Warriors... Otto Porter Jr., um, he's been playing at a really high level. They do have a back-to-back -back coming up here Friday, Saturday. Does uh, Porter play in both of those back-to-back -back games? He hasn't played in all back-to-backs this year. So I guess there is a risk of him sitting one of those games. I would imagine he plays against Phoenix and not against San Antonio. And then the the old uh, the doctor, Gary Payton II. Love what he does defensively for energy. He's just a steel streamer, though. He is not a 12-team league player. And then we go on to the last game of the day. It is the Clippers and the Lakers. Nick Batum will still be out of this game, COVID protocols. Um, what's Serge Ibaka going to look like? I've been really disappointed with Ibaka in most of these, well, especially last game. When, not his fault. They started him out of position. 
do they push uh, Paul George will be back for this one like what's the Barker's role look like what do his minutes look like how much at the four do they play him I don't think he's a 12 team league guy I don't think Marcus Morris is either but watching how many minutes he plays at center is going to be interesting while the Lakers have announced that they won't be playing Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan in the same game together cool I would think that that means Howard plays 85 to 90 percent of the games but I don't know how they're going to run that Howard will start in this game against the Clippers He's at least a deeper league ad, maybe 14-team league. You could push to that high. And then Malik Monk, who I think has played pretty well in most games. Um, opportunity there, of course, with LeBron out and maybe Avery Bradley's sideline. So taking a look at Malik Monk, I think is, or how his role looks and what his minutes look like, I think is really, really key in this game. But we know that Christmas is coming up. It's the holiday season, so why don't you grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or to be honest, even better than a candy bar. It is... Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in 100% chocolate, but also low in calories, low in sugar, low in fat and net carbs, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. What a combo. So many great flavors, cookies and cream, double chocolate, and the new guys coming out as well, marshmallow and cheesecakes and cheesies and all that sort of stuff. Little Bobby's been bothering me all day. Dad, 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 for Christmas, I just want Built Bars. Like little Bobby. I can get you anything. You want a PS5? No, Dad, just get me Bilt Bars. What about cheesies? I'm off those. I'm on a health kick. All right, little Bobby. So if we want to get these Bilt Bars, he wants them stuffed in his stocking. I get them by using the code LOCK15 straight at Bilt.com. So get yourself boxes of Bilt Bars ready for Christmas. These are the delicious treat that's also a protein bar, but it is healthy for you. So head to Bilt.com, use the code LOCK15 to save 15% off Bilt Bar. Let's look at some back-to-back streams now for Friday and Saturday. There are some interesting stream options that we're not sure play in the back-to-back. Ibaka, Morris, Porter, those guys will be interesting streamers, but we don't know if they're going to play. I like Dorian Finney-Smith, DeAndre Bembry, PJ Tucker, Terrence Mann, Josh Richardson, Bruce Brown, Gabe Vincent. I think there's value in all of those guys across both games. If you're looking just for Friday's action... Otto Porter, Taylor Horton Tucker, Finney Smith, Bembry, Eric Gordon, Cameron Payne, Marcus Morris, and Cameron Johnson. And then for deeper leagues, we're looking at Payne, Akiki, Landry Shamit, Gary Harris, Gabe Vincent, KJ Martin, and Rudy Gay. And then lastly, looking at points leagues. Some of these guys, it's unbelievable to me that they're rostered in under 50% of leagues, but that's where we're at, I guess. Taylor Horton Tucker, Dwayne Debman should be rostered. Chris Duarte, probably worth maybe a flyer on him. Kevin Herter, absolutely must roster. Um, Maxi Kleber's a good stream. Eric Gordon's a good stream. Dwight Howard is, as is Otto Porter. That'll do it for us today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app here on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.